I know a perfect pair. Their lives are at the pinnacle, but how do we know they're gonna be all right? The bride is slightly square, the groom is slightly cynical. A little vino, they're gonna be all right. So where are hey. you? Are you in Pittsburgh? Uh, I am in um, Pittsburgh right now mm-hmm. um, at home, and so I'm actually in my apartment. Um, which it's it's been good you know, being uh, here a lot. My dog likes it. Um, sure. And he's currently making Ooh. the most noise possible. There he is. Famous. Yeah. And um, but yeah, it's I'm here, and luckily I live really close to my family, so I'm able to to see them. They like live on the same block that I do, so mm-hmm. um, it's it's easy to go and and see them. Okay. Yeah. Keeping so, your social distance. Keep, so, yeah, keeping your social distance. I wanted to. I was talking to Carrie Gensberg yesterday, and I wanted to compliment you on the air for your response weeks ago <laughs> to what was going on as a producer of just saying because you were the first person I got an email from that said we're shutting it down and we'll figure uh, this out later because um, we were supposed to have a Latido show together in May, mm-hmm. and you sent it. I think you postponed March, we April, May, March. June. Yeah, we started yeah. with just March, and then mm-hmm. we we thought about it and said, you know, well, if this gets pretty bad, then um, you know, who knows how long it's going to last. We might as well take a big stab and say, let's cancel spring and mm-hmm. push it into summer, um, and kind of double up each month and call it, um, you know, a summer cabaret series rather than um, our usual once a month. So that way, our spring features get their time. You know, our audience gets two shows in one month, which is really fun. It's kind of what mm-hmm. we used to do like two years ago, and um we'll see but you know depending on how how life sure. is and how how this all turns out um we'll see but i i i'm i'm hashtag blessed with a good staff they they like mm-hmm. being prepared and they they often think ahead before i do and so um you know props also to anya nebel and larry gray for for talking to me and and making sure that we work on that together so yeah yeah it was but it's a really com- like i i know that the as a as a cabaret series that has a show at a restaurant, like you're not, you have a lot, a little less overhead you have to worry mm-hmm. about with these sorts of things. So I know some of the theaters, as you go up in size, have a lot of considerations right. they have to make before they cancel, like officially cancel and or postpone anything. But it was really, it made me feel really good as somebody who had a show with you oh. to be like, oh, good, I don't have to think like that's you're in charge, you've got it figured out. My my feelings are in your consideration, and you're just going to move it. Like we're just going to move it. And then we'll talk about later when later comes, um, which has not been a consistent response. <laughs> it seems oh, really. We're getting, I think, I think everyone's doing their best is, is my yeah. kind of like, sure. is, is my thing. And what I'm also discovering and remembering constantly, like what I need isn't what you need necessarily, or isn't what, you know, like mm-hmm. everyone's needs are a little bit different. Uh, but it is nice to to really feel like okay, like this is this there's a plan in place for the future because one of the things about not canceling stuff makes me think the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be to reschedule it for later. Right. Like that's right, right. one of the things is is like the the people this will all pass, and I think one of the things that I get when people reschedule things for the future is the feeling of we're looking ahead mm-hmm. to when this isn't like we're not denying what's going on. Right. We are saying this is what it is now. It will not be this way for all time. Uh, mm-hmm. So what does later look like? And then pushing ahead with the most optimistic version of 
of later. Right. Um, and uh, I do, I do really, I do really like and appreciate that. But now that you've got that going on, what, what are you, what you, what you doing? Oh man. Uh, so it's, <laughs> it's been rough. It's like throwback to, you know, trying to be an actor at times with you mm. know, what I'm, how I'm trying to keep my finances together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I will say like, I'm, I'm lucky to have a family that's supportive. Um, but it's like, I, um, what was it? Maybe last week, um, a friend of mine, uh, who has a real estate company here in um, our neighborhood, um, she was like nice enough to offer like, Hey, do you want to go and help me paint some hallways? Cause she mm. like laid off all of her staff because of this. And so yeah, she was like, do you want to? Cause I have to. And so I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So like definitely like turn to manual labor to like go and paint a hallway, sure. paint, paint an empty apartment for them to lease later. Um, you know, definitely asking people if they just need um, like just simple things done. Like my aunt was like, if you want to do my taxes, I'll give you, you know, 50 bucks to do that. Mm-hmm. And granted, you know, she's in her seventies, so that it's really helpful to her. Um, right. So really just like trying to, to find the little things that people are willing to help. And I think everybody's doing that. Um, you know, like I'm supporting my staff where um, one of my accompanists, she posted, it was Paige Ramelkamp. She posted being like, Hey, I'll do um, audition cuts and recordings of songs for everybody for 10 bucks. And I was like, yeah, you know, I actually have three songs that you've recorded. So here's $30. So mm-hmm. I think we're all kind of, um, I'm, I'm trying to follow that trend of like, how can I help other people, but also how can people help each other and how can I feel financially stable in terms of how uncertain it is right now? And what can I fall back on to that um, I can do? Um, and I think it's really also just for me personally, like testing um, pride. And I feel like a lot of people mm. are, are going through that too, where I, you know, a, a really privileged person would be like, well, I'm not going to go and paint a hallway for, you know, 200 bucks, but I'm like, uh, 200 bucks is a lot of money and <laughs> I'm happy to paint a hallway to do that. Cause like, why not? And it's with my friend. So, you know, you sure. find the positives in that. So, uh, yeah, I, I, and also just trying to keep it light. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really easy to sit here and, and dwell on the, the terribleness and, um, the, also that theory that's like, you know, this, when this clears up, it could come back that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So just trying to really, you know, focus on how can we stay optimistic and, you know, plan things as if they're going to happen in three months. And, you know, and if it changes, like you said, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But, um, you know, it's an exciting summer ahead. So um, we'll, we'll see. If that's we'll see. Our whole we will definitely that. see. Yeah. Um, yes, we shall see. Uh. But, but I will admit, though, <laughs> that I was, you know, one of those uh, company owners that was like, no, we will do March. Like, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. People can just wear masks and you know, it is what it is. Um, because like, part of me also was like, you know, just because I'm, and this touches a little bit on kind of the sad part of everything that's happening. Like, you know, part of my mind was like, well, just because I'm Asian doesn't mean I'm going to cancel what I'm doing because other people feel uncomfortable. That, sure. You know, that I'm a, an, an Asian American business owner. Sure. Um, and I kind of had the same thing with my um, alumni group at American University where I'm part of, or I'm the chair of our Asian Pacific Islander alumni network and they my board asked me like do we need to cancel our events and I had a similar answer where I was like just because we're Asian doesn't mean we're going to cancel because of COVID-19 like we'll be fine um so you know I also will admit that I had that same um self-pride thing going on Mm -hmm. I was trying to like defy the the whole um, 
partially a racism things that were happening as well. So, sure. Uh, but at the end of the day, you have to think of the, the whole, now whole planet um, being like, you know, yeah. I should, we should probably stay home. We should cancel. This can be solved later. Like just because, you know, all that, but, mm. uh, but the, and the, the racism thing is a whole different situation. <laughs> That's yes. But I, but I would like you to speak on it because you've been sure. such an excellent advocate and really pushing out, I mean, the racism is a virus hashtag mm-hmm. and your Instagram and on Latido's Instagram and, and really like pushing that forward because it is something that could easily get missed in yeah. everything. And it will not, unlike the virus itself, that will come and it will go and it will be have a vaccine. And then I'm imagining in 10 years when like people are objecting to the COVID-19 yeah. vaccine and then we have to talk about that forever. Oh, and ever. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, I have a dark view. It, it, I gotta really <laughs> settle that down. I spend a lot of time around my kids being like that happy. So the anti-vaxxers like, yeah, right now. Down. Oh God, they can trigger them. I don't care. I don't want their patronage. But the um, this whole yeah, problem of associating the virus with a particular uh, race of people will not end when the virus goes away. Right. It if we don't nip it in the bud, kind of consistently. It will, it'll maintain, it'll, because the people who are always the issue in these to me are the middle ground people who like, don't think it's great that Mm -hmm. certain people refer to the virus by a certain name. Um, But at the end of the day, don't really have a dog in the fight and are kind of like, if once the virus goes away, if people start calling it by that racist name, they'll let it pass. And so it's important right at the beginning to be like, no, this can't, can't even come into the lexicon in any kind of way except associated with people who we would rather not be associated with. And therefore, if you refer to it that way, you put mm-hmm. yourself on their side. And I think it's really great that you, in a, and you and others, in a very respectful and consistent and you know, regular way, have been like, no, we can't yeah. do this. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw uh, Justine Morales post and mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I looked into it and, um, that inspired me to to do it, not just for myself, but also have a conversation with my staff about like, hey, do do we want to join this conversation and see how that goes? Because um, I said, I'm totally willing to just do it by myself if you guys don't feel comfortable. And um, it just uh, proves kind of the, the awesome people that are involved with Latido because they were like, absolutely, we want to do this. And so um, it's, I, I'd say, maybe I'll speak to like some experiences that have happened. It's like, I, I said to somebody the other day, while I personally, knock on wood, haven't been um, targeted yet, mm-hmm. um, you, you definitely feel it. Like when I walk through a store or I walk out to the pharmacy, like, you know, you definitely, I feel like I'm being watched, which is, it's really uncomfortable. And, uh, and that's a kind of racism toward Asian Americans that I think, and this is my just educated guests, uh, you know, an expert out there can correct me, but I feel like the last time there was this kind of really like, like palpable racism was World War II, you mm-hmm. know, with, the, with uh, Japanese people and internment camps and all of that. And so um, it's been so long that I, a lot of us have had the same reaction of like, if somebody says something or if somebody has a reaction to us, we kind of have to ask them to repeat it because we're like, what did you say? Like, you mm-hmm. know, cause it's so shocking. Um, like the, there was a, an article on CNN where, or maybe a video clip where there was a reporter who, um, she was setting up, I believe she's Korean American and she was setting up for a live shot and some guys, uh, screamed a slur at her. And she said, I had to ask him to come back and repeat himself because I didn't quite get what he was saying. And she was, right. shocked. and, um, she said, I hadn't heard that kind of language since 
kindergarten and I'm like mm-hmm. I agree with her because it really wasn't like early school days that when kids don't know what the difference is that right uh, things like that and so um it's I I'm actually really excited to see that um just in the theater community alone that like a lot of people are paying attention to it and a lot of people are reacting to it and um you know joining the the cause because you really do have to call it out because there's another conversation I had um where somebody said, well, you know, it was, it was called the Spanish flu. And I'm like, right. well, that was also racist. It's just that racism was more okay a hundred years ago. Um, you know, now you can, you know, it wasn't a Spanish flu. It actually started right. in military bases that belonged to America. So well, and it was, it was uh, called partially called the Spanish flu because the Spanish media was the only people talking about it. Like right, everybody exactly. else was disregarding it. And the Spanish media <laughs> said newspapers kept printing about it. So it, they took own, like they ended up taking ownership of it. But yes, right. like you also say, that's not the point. <laughs> right, not the point. Not the point. Not the there point. was somebody else who was like, I can't remember. But it was another one of those like, that's not why we're talking about this right. um, situation. So yeah, I agree, and it's. Uh, I'm also glad to see that. I think maybe it was two days ago that the press corps at the White House finally forced him to be like, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. He finally, weirdly enough, listened, um, and is not calling it that publicly, at least. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's just making, like you're saying, just keeping it from entering the conversation at all. Yeah. Um, and really calling it out and just continuing to educate people. And also, I, I'm also coming from it um, from a place of, uh, of compassion um, where I had a small incident with my, and I, incident such a harsh word, but like a small conversation with my um, hairstylist here in Pittsburgh. And she's very sweet. Um, she, she is Caucasian and we were talking and she said something about something to the lines of, oh, well, we're like, there's, there's certain places in Pittsburgh that are trying not to, uh, or I guess it was something that was like, there is not enough, oh God, my phone, uh, there aren't enough Chinese people in that area for it to be mm. like something like that mm, and she said mm-hmm, it and she mm-hmm. said it in the the nicest way right um, you know it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't anything you could tell that she wasn't try, trying to be overtly racist right. but um and so i but passive that, racism is still right. racism and in right. that moment i was like yeah you know that's interesting to say but you know just so you know like it's um it didn't come from from chinese right. people it did come from china but you know it at that point, which was like maybe three weeks ago, it was like the mm-hmm. visits come from animals in that right, region, and that's where we're at. So you know, it is. I said it, it is strange because it, it's not an Asian virus, and it's unfortunate that it came from there. But and right. she was like, oh yeah, that, you know that makes sense. And so just just keeping that in mind too, like there are some mm-hmm. people who are genuinely uneducated about the topic. Mm-hmm. And so just like being nice about it. And and I think that's also a theme in this, this quarantine. Just be nice to people because you don't know, mm-hmm. you know, just exactly how they're coming at it or how they're reacting or whatever. So um, I feel like our, this campaign that I've um, supported, it's kind of the, the nicest, but most direct way to be like, okay, like this, it's, let's you know, ra- racism is the virus here, you know, aside from right. the real virus. Uh, let's also, let's also not include an entire ethnicity of people, <laughs> regardless of right. the country they're from, um, just to feel, quote unquote, feel safe or to have some, something mm-hmm. to blame it on. Good show, they're gonna be all right. And so, we're gonna be all right. Hi-ho, 
be all.